Welcome to the John DePietro Show on 1380 AM and 99.9 FM. News Talk WNRI. At 12.06 on what is already a busy Thursday. Folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This is the Noon Report. Good afternoon to everybody tuning in, part of our live simulcast on Facebook. Now, folks, right now at 12.06, thank you, Robin. Um, if you know of anyone, or uh, we have exclusive details about the double homicide that happened in Providence. A lot has happened since 5.30 last night with the Providence protests. We have video up on that. We were in Warwick this morning as the Providence Police Warwick Police raided that home right off of Post Road on Highland. I have, and I'm going to share with you, details about what happened with the double homicide. And what is um, so incredible is, and what a remarkable job by the Providence Police. Now, the chief's brother... Sergeant Andre Perez, he's the lead investigator on this case. This is his case. And folks, this is less than two weeks ago that happened. Less than two weeks ago. So remarkable job by the Providence Police. But I'm telling you the details I'm going to share. Some people may watch this a little bit later. I'm telling you, you're going to want to know this. Now, I also want to mention People are, um, there's Denise. Yes, thank you, Lynn Miller. Of course, we have uh, a lot of exclusive details. Okay, one of our moderators, Michael Gomes, upset. Uh, There's no photo up of a suspect. I want to repeat that. So anyone that's posting that, take down the post that's not. That was one of our people that work on the page, receive some information. It was up for maybe less than five minutes, if that. So I, I understand that things happen. It's not the first time people share different names. Hey, you know, somebody received a photo and there's people making gang signals in the picture and they have the same name as the suspect. It's not that much of a leap, but it's not up. It's not <clears throat> it's not up. So you already did that. <laughs> All right, we're going to get to the real details, though. Now, what does this mean? I I understand those people are upset, okay? So I I was on the go this morning. Someone contacted, sent it, a normally reliable. All right, so, you know, in the blink of an eye, it's gone. Everybody needs to chill out, these people. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to move on from that. And I know I'm I'm going to caution some of these individuals of like, all right, so that, that stuff can happen. But um, but anyhow, we're going to move on because I want to get to the exclusive detail. Protest that is, um, let's see, uh, let's see, the protest that is happening right now in Providence that is uh, taking place. Um, let, let me just, uh, this, is a, this is a very fluid situation, folks, uh, right now. So various people are trying to reach out and provide information. And so um, we'll, we'll get to that. But, but I do have details about the situation. And, and listen, there, there are people well-intentioned. Whenever these things happen, we're, we're flooded with people well-intentioned. But they don't recognize or realize that, you know, when we're dealing with these types of things, you have to be 100% right. And we have been with this. So I, I hate when this type of stuff happens. Hey, I have someone that was telling me that works in the Textron building. You got to be here tomorrow at 9. They're going to be out here tomorrow at 9. <laughs> they weren't there this morning at 9. They were not. And which is why we were 
um, in in Warwick for the for the raid. So, but I'm going to get to all of that and especially the exclusive details. You're going to want to hear this, folks. But this portion of the program, and we will have details up on the website, depetro.com, brought to you by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Whether it's lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge, they also have the market at Coesed, the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Now, uh, good afternoon again. Now, we are monitoring, if you didn't see it, we're monitoring the situation in Providence. Now, I don't know if it is going to rival, um, you know, the amount of arrest. So, um, not yet. Not yet. I'm planning on being there. Um, all right, we're going to monitor that. Now, folks, again, we're live. I'm aware of that. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. And right, there is the pro anti-Israeli outside of Textron World Headquarters in downtown Providence. I'm looking at it as we speak. They have a large crowd assembled there. We will be covering that. But first, I want to touch on the... um, Oh, wow. Okay. All right, folks. Now, again, it is true. I want to get back to the double homicide before. And again, I I totally get that people are well-intentioned. But what I don't understand is, um, yeah, I'm I'm aware. We are aware. We got it. Yep. Uh, I just want to repeat that if if you're listening or watching right now and you, you want to be helpful, um, before you contact me and send something, I would um, I would recommend that you um, make sure that you um, have the proper information. So anyhow, uh, with that said, folks, let's move on. Uh, minor bump in the road, so to speak. And we're going to move on to the real details. Now, I want to commend Providence Police. We are standing by as, from what we understand... There is, um, there's going to be, as far as I know, let me just double check something. There's going to be, uh, I think there's going to be a Providence Police press briefing coming up later this afternoon. And let's get back on track here. Um, the, um, the, ho- the double homicide, as we look at the calendar that took place on, it was the late Friday night into early Saturday morning, late Friday night into early Saturday morning, and you had the double homicide on Hathaway Street. Now, if we log on to depetro.com, which I'm doing as we speak, which by the way, still has more information about that double homicide than anyone. We have the information about the protest. Protesters plan to shut down Providence. It's there. Even last night, people were sending me notices. I think there's something going on in Providence. I do as well. You know how I know? Because I read DePetro.com. Folks, remember, when in doubt, two places you always check first. Number one is the Facebook page. And number two is the website. Uh, but I want to go back to with, with what happened. The family of the mother of four that was executed. And we did carry the uh, candlelight vigil. That was just a week ago. <coughs> the funeral was this morning. So you had that mother of four, and she rides over there with Brian Fernandez, who is the father. I don't know about fiance, but definitely boyfriend, father. They have twins together or did, and were executed basically on Hathaway Street. Now, as we get back on track, here's the information that no one else has. So this morning, Warwick police conducted the raid with Providence police, conducted the raid right off of Post Road on Highland. Now, the individual who they got, they um, received the arrest warrant for, and then they also have an arrest warrant for the, the you know, the premises there and so forth, the, the location there. But he's in custody so what um, really stands out is the person they grabbed, uh, 
is 29-year-old Miguel Perez in connection with the double homicide Hathaway Street. So that's why they were there. Now, here's what I've learned that no one else has this yet. Are you ready? So now, as I laid it out for you, and again, for those that are late to the story, if you log on at depetro.com, you'll see um, the, the details that we lay out. And that is, there's a very crucial piece of evidence that the rest of the media does not have that we, in fact, did put out on the website. And that was that when the person entered the truck and the shooting took place inside the truck, and I'm reading right off of depetro.com. So the, the gunman got into the, car, into the truck and then executed driver Brian Fernandez and girlfriend, fiance, what have you. So now, a key piece of the evidence that, that we have disclosed, and I'm reading it right here off to Petro.com. The gunman executed the couple and left with the cell phone of the driver. Now, I want to repeat that. Right now, it's 1216, Thursday, November 8th. This was posted on October 30th, the Monday. I repeat, this was posted on the Monday before Halloween. Gunman left with the cell phone of the driver. The reason why that is so crucial and why I'm very happy with our investigative efforts, and it's a team, is that Brian Fernandez, the driver, was communicating with the hitman, the shooter. As I had said, this was a executed hit. It was essentially an execution. Someone climbed into the back of the truck. Now we have the suspect who's in custody. And, but, but that part of the evidence is so key because Miguel Perez, it's my understanding that the, the cell phone of the driver was located right in Warwick, not far from where Miguel Perez has been living. I want to repeat, you haven't heard this anywhere. You haven't read it anywhere. This is because, as many of you know, we flood the zone and go very deep on these stories. You're going to learn over the next 24 hours. There's certain information that we had that I did not release because of the police investigation. But so that's wildly important. The cell phone of the driver who was shot and killed, executed that night, was found right in Warwick near Miguel Perez. That's number one. A big question today and right now, and I don't have an answer for it, and no one seems to have an answer for it. And I'm going to tell you the big question in just a moment. But, folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by A.J. Drywall Plasters Home Improvement. Call them today. Rhode Island, serving Rhode Island, Southeastern Mass, AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement, 401 323 9252. 401 323 9252. Frame to finish basements, acoustical ceilings, new homes, additions, commercial rehabs, painting, remodeling. They do it all. AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement, 401 323 9252. For your home, for your business, and And if you have an unfinished basement or unfinished garage, AJ Drywall Plastics Home Improvement, 401-323-9252. If you're a mayor, maybe somewhere like East Providence, and you want to convert your shed into a full residence like Mayor Cabana, you could call AJ Drywall Plastics Home Improvement. They could build you that. 401-323-9252. Now. Miguel, he's known as Miguel the Menace Perez. I remember these stories. How do I remember it? It's because I follow crime. Um, I'm not. I'm not. Let me also put out the disclaimer. No, I don't know these people. I don't know these people. I don't know them at all. So, um, but this individual, 
The biggest question that's being asked right now at 1220 on this Thursday is how is this guy not in how, how is he not in, in prison? He he was and I remember these stories. They were going around and there was a crew of them and and they were doing these uh, very dangerous but home invasions. Home invasions. So the no one can understand or figure out how, how is this guy I, and I don't have an answer for it on how he's out. I don't know why he's out. So because Miguel the Menace Perez in the he was given twenty years to serve in twenty fifteen. So I I don't um I don't understand how he is out, and then you, you start to wonder how are some of these so how are some of these other people that are out? So, but I'm looking at it right now. Uh, two Providence men. Listen to this. This is from 2015. That's uh, eight years ago. Two, Prov- Prov- two Providence men will serve time behind bars. Home invasion. A man and his daughter suffered gunshot wounds. Evan Watson and Miguel Perez pled guilty. Violent incident. Forthite Street. In July of 2014, Watson, 24, Toby Street, 40 years in prison, 30 to serve. 40-year sentence, 30 to serve. Assault, burglary, conspiracy, weapon charges. Perez was sentenced to 40 years, 20 to serve. I want to repeat, Miguel the Menace Perez, eight years ago, when he was 21, he was sentenced to the ACI to serve 20 years, 40-year sentence. Not only is he out, of which we don't have an answer yet, not only is he out, but he has committed at least one double homicide that we're aware of, or at least is suspected of that. So this goes back to 2015 now. The state was prepared to prove Watson, Perez, three others burglarized home armed with two handguns and a BB gun. At one point, the men opened fire, striking the homeowner in the foot and his 18-year-old daughter in the hip. Thinking it would be an easy score, these five defendants stormed the house of an innocent family looking for cash. Um, I Remember, there was a rash of these. So... Tommy Nigo, a.k.a. Tommy Bunn, he got picked up in this. Sofan, 23, both of Providence. Vanessa Potter of Central Falls all pled guilty. But this, I, I don't have an answer for this. I'd be very curious to hear from state police. But that is a very big question right now is um, how is this guy out? So I told you. You know, and we said from the very get-go, actually the weekend of the shooting, um, this this is highly uncommon. You don't have these types of, I mean, that was about a professional hit. What's, what's, what also is unusual about it, though, is one would think that if you have, uh, you know, you're, you're going to go through contacting this individual and it was you know the the um the male Brian that that he's interested in and you're texting with him but then he knows he's going to get the cell phone out of there so you arrange to meet with them you execute him and the girlfriend who's in her pajamas in the front seat shortly after midnight Providence police Miguel Perez taken into custody the killing of 30 year old Sarika Ross and 29-year-old Brian Fernandez, the Pawtucket couple. Arrest warrant, search warrant, executed by the Warwick Police SWAT team, raided the home. It says on Post Road, it's actually on Highland, um, and that was early this morning. Multiple people were found in the home, including Miguel the Menace Perez, who was arrested, brought to Providence Police Headquarters. He lives in the Warwick home. Now, I've heard the individual that owns the home rents these little apartments to various individuals. So um, 
the female and Fernandez shot and killed late last month is actually the Friday night into the Saturday, sitting in a parked pickup truck, Hathaway Street, right near the Cranston border. Victims found dead in the truck by Cranston police after neighbors called 911 reporting gunshots. Couple had four children between them. Um, suspect was known to the couple. Unclear if more sus- suspects could be charged. So we're going to wait to see on any type of announcement about a press briefing. But I also, I will admit, folks, and again, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I will talk about last night. I will talk about um, before one o'clock. I'm going to talk about the protests last night. We are planning on covering the uh, protests today. 20 were arrested, 18 to 20, whatever, at Brown last night. It's, um, and there's, there's something I just want to put context to. Now, also, by the way, who was at the protests last night? Providence City Councilman Miguel Sanchez. That's right, the same guy who got popped, who was fired by Governor McKee because of his role. If you haven't seen my interview of him, now it's two minutes long. He's leaving, and then I encounter him. So it's kind of like a quick on the spot. He stopped to talk. He didn't have to. He could have like, hey, I'm late, kept walking. If you haven't seen it, it's a much different interview than anyone else locally has done with him, where they're holding his hand, right? Did you hear the chants? Did you even know what was being said? My God, Councilman, I can't believe this is happening. Did you even know? You just want peace, blah, blah, blah. Like the, the some some members of the media were falling over themselves. So not so much, not for the chosen one. Um, I come right out and ask him, you're, you're a sitting Councilman in Providence. Why do you hate the Jews so much? What about in the, the part that no one picks up on, that I will take solo on, is, is he, he has Jewish constituents. How do you think they feel? You're marching at an anti-Israel march. No one in the media talks about that. Right? The media that was criticizing Governor McKee. What is Governor McKee supposed to do? Just be the governor for some people? You know, this, that's one of the few things I commend Governor McKee for. What is he supposed to do? So, but you you can hear, and also last night, Councilman Sanchez, comrade, he, um, when I say to him, he doesn't deny he was chanting, hey, hey, or hey, ho, hey, hey, ho, ho, all the Jews have got to go, or something like that. Um, He doesn't deny he was chanting it. He was just, you see, he was surprised I have the video of him chanting it. Which, again, you don't hear. I, I don't expect anyone, no one in the regular press is going to report on that. Because they, they were trying to give him the out, right? That big interview. Now, did you hear the chants? I'd like to think you didn't hear them. <laughs> yeah, that's quite a style of interview. It's called aiding and abetting. But I want to, um, here, here's, before I, I'm going to dip in and out of both the double homicide which is great work by the Providence Police. The lead investigator on that, by the way, again, is the chief's brother, Andre, Sergeant Andre Perez. This is his case. He's the lead investigator on it. This is a big feather in his cap. But it's my understanding that they located the cell phone of the driver, Brian Fernandez. They located it in Warwick, not far from where the menace was living. And that guy is dangerous. I, I have no explanation why that guy is out of I mean, but we need an explanation. Why is he out? How did that guy get out? I've heard various reasons of why he killed Brian Fernandez. I'm not going to get into it at this this moment. I know, as I've said earlier, I know a lot about the case. Not going to put all of it out there. We're going to slow it down a little bit. We're going to let the police put things out. But those of you that have been following the coverage... Now, keep in mind, I was in Maine when this happened, came back, we jumped on it the next day, basically kept furthering the story Saturday, Sunday, then even into Monday when we carried the live press briefing. And we'll wait to see. I'm told there's going to be a Providence police briefing later today, but we are going to cover the Textron thing as well. Uh, But this is, make no mistake about it, this is phenomenal police work. And, you know, it is true. That we're having some of these horrific, 
high profile homicides. But it also should be noted, same thing like the thing in Central Falls, same thing with the, the man that was stabbed and killed in Cumberland. The law enforcement, they're, they're all over it. And they're, um, they're apprehending these suspects very quickly. Folks, this portion of our program, if you need a plumber, is brought to you by J&B Plumbing. Plumbing repair and service. They repair damaged water pipes. They repair clogged pipelines. They can replace water heaters. J&B Plumbing. Call them today, 401-743-9153. 401-743-9153. J&B Plumbing. Whatever plumbing problem you have. Now, right now, it's 1231 on this Thursday. Whether it's today or tomorrow or this weekend, you run into a plumbing problem. Call J&B Plumbing. That's who I would call. 401-743-9153. J&B Plumbing. I share their Facebook page. Now, in regards to the situation downtown. And the situation at Brown. Um, we're going to do our own form of reporting on this. I, I clearly, and I, I want to be very clear. Yes, I am very black and white on this issue. I am. I'm not giving uh, Councilman Sanchez cover. I'm certainly not going to give the students cover. But let's just be very clear about something, folks. And I want to cut through for you when you hear some of this stuff. Because what they're talking about... It's it's all in the wording. It's the way it's positioned. And it would make it, they try to make it appeal to your senses of your common sense and decency. But when you hear ceasefire, right? Now that would seem, yeah, like Sanchez and some of these other college students, these kids at Brown and RISD. I, we want a ceasefire. Okay. Like that seems, yeah, we want, I like this one. We just want peace. We want peace. Okay. But let's go back for a moment. There was peace. On October 6th, there was peace. Who violated the peace? Who who broke it? Hamas did. So what you have to ask yourself is for these people that are calling for a ceasefire, we just want peace, humanitarian pause. Who violated the peace? Hamas did. So I don't know what type of world these individuals live in. But the people that break the agreement can't be the ones to then say, but we want peace now. Hamas is a terrorist organization. To me, it's very black and white. Israel was attacked. They were attacked by a terrorist organization. This terrorist organization runs Gaza. They have to be eliminated. An act of evil was committed. Israel has a right to strike back and take out Hamas then there will be peace. But Hamas never keeps the peace. Well, we just want peace. Yeah, there was peace. There was peace on October 6th. If Hamas wanted peace, they shouldn't have committed those atrocities on October 7th, which they did. And we don't need to, we all know what was done. Last night also, if you saw my interview, and if you haven't, it's on YouTube. It's on the Facebook page. Um, if, if Notice, to me, Providence City Councilman Miguel Sanchez, he's, uh, he is, the, the media wants him to be this well-versed, uh, enlightened, thoughtful, if you will, individual. Without his talking points, he doesn't know what to say. It's exactly as I thought. Unless they have their talking points, they don't know what to say. And the same thing goes for the head of Black Lives Matter. That's why if you ever try to question these individuals, they, they can't converse. They, they, all they do is they parrot talking points they were given. So as I was asking him, what about the hostages? He doesn't have an answer for that because he wasn't given the talking points about what to say about the hostages. They don't want to mention the hostages. So I, it is true, and I want to be very clear. I, 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 I don't see two sides of this, actually. I don't. Oh, there was peace. One side violated the peace. And in doing so, not only did they kill a lot of people, they took a lot of hostages. And it is 
unimaginable to me. There's a lot of this that is unimaginable. Number one, how these people try to, oh, they're just pro-Palestinian. They just want to help the poor Palestinian people. Listen, you're either with Israel or you're against Israel. You're either with Israel or you're with Hamas. Uh, I I am very black and white on this. We were attacked at Pearl Harbor. But a lot of the Japanese people are good people. Unfortunately, irrelevant for about what's to happen, right? Um, A lot of the German people are good Germans and good people. True. But the leader in the 40s was Hitler and, you know, he was the head of the Nazis. So I'm always amazed. And like those people that wrote the letter, we just want a ceasefire. We just want a pause. And like that, that whole notion, they don't even acknowledge who is it that broke it. Why, why would Israel have a pause or ceasefire, which would allow Hamas to then reload, rest up, and then come back and hit them again? I, to me, it makes no sense. But if you saw, or you, you should, I think you'd like it. Um, that Miguel Sanchez, he, he, he wasn't used to answering questions because of the way the media has basically treated him, which is they try to supply the answers for him. He didn't deny chanting from the river to the sea, Palestine will be Jew free. He didn't deny saying that. He just said, oh, you have video of me saying that? Oh, I didn't think anyone, what did he say? I didn't think anyone had video of me saying that. He said, do you have the video of me saying that? Yes. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know anyone had that of me. I thought I was chanting it when no one could see me, except I was there. <clears throat> then I said, I have the video. You're chanting, hey, hey, ho, ho, the Jews have got to go. And what was his reaction? Did he say, I never, ever chanted that? No. What did he say? Oh, I didn't know you had the video of that. <laughs> I mean, what are you kidding me? This is who they're defending. This is who they're defending. <sighs> That activist reporter from the Providence Journal, Miguel Sanchez, who was just stating his beliefs in the Israel-Palestinian conflict. uh, Excuse me. It's Israel versus Hamas. And I hate to break this to you, Amy Russo. It's a war. Three-letter word. Conflict. That reckons back to night. You know, this is the same type of reporter, right? Like that, uh, you know, on 9-11... Some people did something. This is the same type of reporter that said, you know, they hearken back to September 2001 when there was an aviation incident in the lower Manhattan. You mean the the planes crashing into the World Trade Center? Aviation incident. Aviation incident? No, no. There was a brutal act of terror where they hijacked the airplanes and deliberately flew them into the Twin Towers aviation incident in lower Manhattan. Wrong. This nonsense telling you I'm at a breaking point. But what's interesting is last night, you know, one of the, I I like how that young girl said, and and again, here's the thing. The Brown students, we're also surrounded. It's dark out. Um, It's a mob. They're wearing masks. You don't know who they are. But I, I mean, I, I give them a little bit. I, her saying, and I'm not a self-hating Jew. I want an end to the violence. <clears throat> what they're basically saying is on October, I'll tell you exactly what they're saying that they don't want to come out and say. Is on October 7th. This were, by the way, this wasn't just Jews in Israel. There were people all over the world that happened to be there. Uh, there was a bunch of people from Taiwan that are hostages, as a matter of fact. You had people from Germany that were kidnapped. You have Americans that have been kidnapped. I mean, there's a lot of people. It's not just that. But uh, um, what they really are saying is what happened on October 7th is Israel has to take it on the chin. That's what they're saying. The United States and Israel have to take it on the chin. That did happen, but there should be no repercussions for it. You know, that reminds me. I never thought we'd be back here again. But that was the reaction amongst some people on September 12th. 
I remember. I was on the radio after September 11th. There was not a lot, but there was some. And they were saying, we had it coming. With everything, it's the blame America first crowd. We had, with everything we've done wrong, we had this coming. The chickens came home to roost. Just like um, President Obama's minister said, this was long overdue. What you saw on September 11th and what you saw on October 7th, in their mind, that's called karma. That is, you've had this coming. That is all completely wrong. That is erroneous. That is ludicrous. It is acts of terror. It's not an act of God. It wasn't karma. It was a group of evil individuals. And it's hard to fathom, but they go to sleep dreaming of killing Jews. They wake up and all they think about all day is killing Jews. It's incredible hatred. It's misguided. That land didn't belong to them. I'm going to come back to the double homicide. But but what is I just find really eye-opening is the amount of allies they have in Congress and certainly in the Democrat Party. This has been an eye-opener for me in in, in Rhode Island, and what I really want you to take away from this, folks, at 1242, 1242, <clears throat> on this Thursday, November 9th, you may disagree with some of my politics. Okay, fine. You may disagree with some of the positions I've taken in the past, but something you can't deny is on that Saturday, October 21st, I went to Providence in the pouring rain, and I did a live stream of them marching around, singing the chants, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be Jew-free. I did a live stream of a sitting Providence councilman. By the way, that chant, that that is a, a genocide chant. And I was saying it that day, that is we're going to eradicate all the Israel people. The only way that could happen is to kill all the Jews in Israel. I had the live stream of a sitting Providence councilman in 2023 marching along. He was dancing and prancing, actually, chanting, hey, hey, ho, ho, all the Jews have got to go. Hey, hey, ho, ho, Israel's going to go. And what can't be denied is not one local mainstream media source felt that that was worthy of a story. And that that can't be denied. So I am alone in that. There were different times. I wasn't the first one there this morning in Warwick. I wasn't. I mean, there's different times. I Through logistics and other things. I mean, they, they have people that obviously outnumber us in staff and they work all night and so forth. But I mean, we still get places pretty quickly. But my point is, picture, I want you, this this part can't be denied, and I don't think it's highlighted enough. But you take all the members of the Rhode Island media and put myself in that, and all talk show hosts, by the way, and sit everybody in an auditorium, and we're all watching the same thing. And only one person, that would be the chosen one, steps up. And says, that's wrong. That is a genocide chant that's very inflammatory. It's it's anti-Semitic. And what's so egregious is that is a elected Providence City Councilman who at the time was working for Governor McKee. And he's part of that. So take all of the reporters, all of the writers, all of the host, put every all of us, whatever that number would be in an auditorium. One person steps forward and says, that's wrong. And the rest of them just sit there. Uh, what, and what were they saying? Oh, I didn't see any swastikas. I didn't, I, I didn't see any painted swastikas. <laughs> I mean, it's just so dim-witted and lazy is what it is. Folks, this, and I take no joy in that, by the way. I'm a little thrown. At, like, how, how is everyone else silent on this? So egregious. It, you're aiding and abetting. When you, when you sit with someone like Sanchez and hold their hand saying, I'm willing to bet 
You didn't hear the chants when he was leading the chants. That, that's not reporting. That's aiding and abetting because you're giving them cover. This portion of the program brought to you by AtMed Urgent Care. When you need urgent care, AtMed Urgent Care, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnson, 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich. They're open seven days a week, day of doctors and nurses. You know, I also realized last night, I mean, my right, my eyesight in my right eye is so off at night um, because of when I got, when I got zapped by that, um, the Pitney laser, they burned the inside of my cornea. Uh, one of the Antifa protesters that was in early August of 2020. Where did I go after that? I went to Atmed Urgent Care, went to the East Greenwich location. They said the inside of my eye looked like um, it was like welding burns of a, like a um, like a welder when you have that type of effect. I really saw it last night. It's so difficult to see at night with the police lights and regular lights. But my point is. It happened. I needed urgent care. It was like a um, welding burns. I went to AtMed Urgent Care, and you can as well, for whatever it may be. Two locations. They're right in uh, the Atwood Medical Center, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnson, and 5750 Post Road East Greenwich. They're open seven days a week. It's AtMed Urgent Care. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I also, I want to once again thank uh, all of our viewers on Facebook. So uh, we are going to cover, you know, this whole business of the um, the march that's going on. They're marching around, calling for a ceasefire, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I just saw this uh, York's producer, Bill Bartholomew. Of course, he's in amongst them. He's one of them. I, um, you know, tech, Textron really has nothing to do with it, but who cares? Doesn't matter. Let me just see again. There's, uh, yeah, there's Bartholomew with the man bun. Um, we'll, we'll cover that. Protesters are gathering, demanding a ceasefire. We want change. We want Israel to look the other way and just accept that a number of their people have been killed. So we'll we'll cover it. I mean, I, I despise these individuals, clearly. Um, now, we're also going to be uh, waiting to see if, if anyone, um, if there is a Providence police briefing on the double homicide, we'll, we'll carry that as well. So it looks like it's going to be a busy afternoon. Now, remember, if you're on Facebook, you can subscribe to the page. If anyone ever has a complaint or anything, the first thing I always ask is, are they a subscriber? If they're a subscriber, I don't even know why they're commenting. And they certainly shouldn't have a complaint. Uh, but anyhow, thank you, everybody. And again, thank you for all the stars. I mean, that's how it works. When um, when you're watching television, they're, they're running commercials, right? When you're watching television, they run commercials. When you listen to the radio, they run commercials. So... Because of a lot of the coverage and the, the type of topic, we we decide to go commercial free. So the only way to kind of make it work is through this, the digital stars that can be sent through Facebook. So I, I, I want to be very clear. We certainly appreciate that. Um, and I hear from so many of you that you just get such a inside. It, it's just a different experience when you get to watch it live. A lot happens outside of that. I'll be curious to see. I also admittedly, I'd like to see how some members of the media react at some of these events. It was very eye-opening the summer 2020. There's a reporter of the Providence Journal. I heard her, her she's no longer there, but I heard her say to the leaders of Black Lives Matter and Tifa, if I wasn't working, I'd be right here with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's different. That kind of tells you their feelings towards law enforcement. My feelings towards law enforcement tomorrow night, Cranston PD Live, episode four of season two comes your way. That'll be at eight o'clock tomorrow night, Cranston PD Live. Folks, this portion of the program now, you may be having a party for your children uh, between now and the end of the month. Still nice weather outside. Not today necessarily, but. You could still call Rhode Island Rentals and Inflatables. 
and they'll come to your home and set up a bouncy house. 401-358-1213. 401-358-1213. Rhode Island Rentals and Inflatables. What I like about a bouncy house inflatable, my children are older now. If they weren't, I would hire Rhode Island Rentals and Inflatables is because when you have all these kids over, it keeps them all contained. I've I've been the parent at the party. You got to make sure none of the kids run out of the yard. You want to make sure they don't run into a neighbor's yard. Sometimes they're running around inside the house. Sometimes they're down in your basement. You keep them all. Rhode Island Rentals and Inflatables. Call them for a free quote. They come right to your home and set it up or business 401-358-1213. Now, I also want to mention um, regards to the double homicide in Providence. So I don't know. I'm very curious. I don't know the answer to this. Did they locate the weapon? I don't know. I don't know. Many times what some people don't understand uh, that I've learned is amongst these types of individuals, there could be someone right now. That has the murder weapon and they don't even know that they have the murder weapon because sometimes instead of just throwing it away, they trade it with another individual. So the weapon that was used, police may have obtained it, but it, it, it could be in the hands of someone else or or that trade may have already taken place. They do that sometimes. Now, would it make sense to just throw? Yes, of course. But. It's my understanding that they located the cell phone of the driver of the vehicle. As far as the driver of the vehicle, I, I, I've, you know, I've heard various things about that. I've heard things about him and his family. We're, we're going to refrain from that because in a situation like this, people can have all kinds of motives um, I'm going to let the police map out what what they believed uh, happened here. And whatever the I'll just say this, whatever the motivation may have been. Right. N- none of it's justified. None of it's justified. So the the 30 year old mother of four. It's my understanding. It is true. She was in the front seat. It is true. She was executed. I was speaking to someone who's very familiar, said, you know, there, there are other people that would have said, okay, so they arrive. He's going to take out the driver, right? He's going to kill him for whatever reason. Does not seem like a drug deal going bad. So there's another motivation. There's, there's many people that would have said, oh, forget it. He showed up with the fiance, so we're not going to do it. We're not going to kill the both of them. This person, the suspect, whoever did it. They have a suspect in custody. Did not that did not persuade him not to do it. So that's number one. Number two, um, it's my well, several things. Not number two. It's my understanding it was not unusual for her to be out with him for reasons that I don't need to get into. But there was a twelve-year-old girl who could then watch the younger children when the parents were out, but. The the whatever motivation the shooter had, and this is the double homicide off Elmwood Avenue, Providence Cranston Line, Hathaway Street. Whatever the motivation was, it was certainly something from the past. What do I mean by that? I mean it wasn't something. My understanding, knowledge, and information that I have on it, it was not something that took place that night. It was. From the past. Now, we'll wait and see what the police are going to say about that. As I've said, I've heard various things about that. I um, <clears throat> I will, for now, I'm not saying we won't ever revisit it. There's been a number of things about the case that I, through being out there, you know, as many of you know, when you, when you go out to a story, that's why I go to the story, when you cover like I was the only one last Thursday night at the candlelight vigil you learn things when people see that you're on the story they provide you with information people that are there are in the know you have people that are uh, relatives of gang members you have 
people that are uh, interact that are not criminals but interact with some of these individuals. You you pick up information from them. So I, I'm going to let the big news of today is the Providence Police have a suspect in custody successfully with the help of the Warwick Police. They grabbed him, and it's another part, folks, that I have been telling you, and I am alone in this. I've been telling you a lot of the crime of the urban core is moving out to the suburbs. This guy, as I said, he wasn't arrested in South Providence. He wasn't arrested on Dexter Street in Central Falls. He wasn't arrested in the bucket. No, no. Where was he arrested? Right off of Post Road. Quarter mile from Ladybug. Maybe a half mile. Right in Coesit. That's a nice area. Nice, Nice view of the bay right there. Not far from cellos on the bay, right there. What does that mean? That means they, they're getting gas around there. I'm sure you used to go to the, there's the Cumberland Farms right down there. They go to the local stores around there. They're, they're last, you know, back in the summertime, Warwick Police, they did the raid on the Lakeside crew from Silver Lake. Where were they? They were right in Warwick near Crown Plaza, not far from the police station. <clears throat> and now you have... Um, this type of that that is a very dangerous individual now again he's a suspect he's going to be my understanding charged with the double homicide again another big question is how is this person out i thought he had 20 to serve but there was a fast 20 it sounds like he did more like less than eight years i don't know when he got out but what is also um remarkable about this is I I just wonder, are police being notified when these people are being released from prison? How did he get out of prison? How many other people are like that out there? They're supposed to be doing 20 years. Guys out in eight and less than eight. It was a 30 year sentence. The other one got 30 to serve. When when does he get out? Next year? I mean, I I don't understand. What, what, What is the point of the police doing their job, making the arrest? And what I I started to say is, I want you to understand, this guy, he was involved, suspect now, suspect with a home invasion where he was involved with two people were shot. He's also a suspect in a double homicide, climbs into the back of the truck and then pops the driver and his passenger. Do you think that this individual, if if you gave him the finger coming out of a uh, gas station? If you said something to him or hit the horn as he's leaving a convenience store in the Warwick area, or do you you think these individuals would hesitate to pop you? Like, that is what's so frightening that I'm trying to get across to people is it's, it's where they are that you don't even know. When you're hitting the horn and flipping somebody off, hurry up. You don't even know who's in front of you. You just may think, uh, yeah, I'm just, you know, going to visit Ladybug or I'm just going to Cumbies. And you don't don't know who's behind you in line, who's in front of you. I mean, that's how dangerous to me this is. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by Shopper Insurance Agency, whether it's for auto, home, renters, business insurance, flood, recreational umbrella serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, Shapa Insurance Agency. Call them today, free consultation. Remember, free quote. They're located right on Reservoir Avenue in Cranston, 401-900-INSU for Shapa Insurance Agency. Let them help you save money. Free consultation, dial 401-900-INSU. For Shoppa Insurance Agency. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Are we going to do Facebook Live later? Yes, of course we are. And I'd love for some of you to become subscribers. All right. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Another full hour to go of the radio show. Yes, it's all coming. Another hour to go. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Right after the one. WNRI, Winsocket. W260DC. WNRI.